Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. And welcome to episode 16 of season two of the Creative Exponent. And today we're going to talk about, so, so many of you are working in your homes. You're just in your homes right now. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Just in your homes. And um, whether you're working there or you're, um, if you are an artist or creative, whether it's a hobby or a, it's part of your business or you want it to be a part of your business, uh, I think a big need that's coming up is Mm -hmm. having a space to work in at home, whether that's for your job or for just creative space, or even, I think even we can extend that. And I didn't write notes about this, (laughs) but we, I think we can even extend this to like work workspace for kids because they're working at home too. They're, you know, school's their job, whether it's someone in college or you have younger kids they're Mm -hmm. you know, they need that space too. And I think it's time to kind of evaluate how all of the rooms in our homes are working Mm -hmm. and, uh, are they working? And yeah. then to see like, let's address what, that first. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. what are the, and what are the, um, what are the needs that are there? And mm-hmm. so we're just going to talk about that, like creative workspaces at home. Yeah. And, um, cause that's where, that's what's happening right now. Yeah. There and I mean, are, we've both been doing that for years, you know, on and off. Yes. I went through a phase where I also went into an office too, but yeah, I mean, always a, a workspace at home. So, and now more than ever, I was actually, also, this is not in notes, I was actually just sitting in my office. So I tend, and I know we can kind of get into this later, but I tend to need to have one quiet space. But really, when all my kids are home, for me, I just feel a little less stress when I have a space in a common area, you know, I need to kind of be able to bounce back and forth, you know. So my office has turned into storage, Currently, there is a lot of <laughs> Christmas decor pulled out of the attic. There's just stuff everywhere. And uh, I was just looking at it and thinking, okay, that's enough. This weekend, it's happening. It's over. I can't do it anymore because I can't look at it one more minute. <laughs> so, yeah, workspace at home right now, it matters, I think, even more than it, it normally does, you know, for for us, you know, those of us that work at home. Or if you're just having to work at home right now, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I think it, it matters even more because, um, you know, if you normally work from home and have kids, then your mm-hmm. kids are, your kids are, um, I'm having to wave a child away right now who's standing <laughs> at my door. <laughs> Mommy's recording a podcast. <laughs> so you Sorry. cannot come Sorry, in. young sir. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, you know, usually when you're working from home, then your, your kids are at school yeah. or they, you know, they can go to the park or that, you know, so there's. It's just because we are all in the house at the same Congregated. time yes. all the time um, yep. that that's kind of causing it's making the home a bit more of a of a pressure cooker. Mm-hmm. So um, so let's talk about what does the space need to look like and feel like in order for it to be conducive to creativity. And yeah. I think you touched on that, that it's like if your space is becoming a dumping ground, mm-hmm. it, whether it's off-season decor or if it's just like if it's the catch-all for mail yeah. and for school work and for clutter like for some people that's fine you can work around mm-hmm. stacks of stuff like that's kind of cozy to you and it, mm-hmm. it feels um 
it's conducive to creativity. So it's going to be different for everybody. For me, if my space is untidy, it, it starts to, it makes me like tick. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) and itch. And I, and then I can't, I don't feel free to create because I feel like I need to clean up the mess Mm -hmm. before I can, before I can create. Yeah. Well, and I think that everybody, yeah, like you said, is totally different. We're, you know, because I'm a little bit in the middle. I don't mind if my office, because I have an office in the attic, you know, in the upstairs, and it was always viewed as an attic space a long time before it was my office. And I've never worked solely in here. You know, I've always worked downstairs in the dining room as well as whatever office space I had. So now that I'm working solely at home, you know, it's, it is a much bigger deal. You know, I need to be in here. I need to have the dedicated alone time. Sometimes, you know, in between the times I'm sitting at the dining room table working. (laughs) And so I can deal with it for a minute. But after, like, this has been this way now for the last three or four weeks, and uh, I am, it is, which, I mean, just to to give you guys an idea, because I think it matters, you know, I think we've got rooms that do have to function as, as two different things. We don't always have a, you know, a dedicated space that can be solely just for us and our work and our creativity. Sometimes it's got to be a, you know, a mishmash, and so... This space is a little bit of storage on purpose because it was it was originally attic storage. So there mm-hmm. there is kind of a divide in the room that, you know, there's there's some stuff hidden and that's fine. You know, those things it can double as some storage as well as the office space. It's when it begins to creep in that it starts to raise <laughs> the anxiety levels. And like right now, for instance, I can see a can of shaving cream that is used for slime making. It's like, why? Why is that on my, my you know, office cabinet? Because yeah. no one's moved it. This is where people put things. <laughs> and I haven't yeah. moved it out of here. So, yes, I think it's very different um, for everybody, depending on what the space needs to serve, as well as your level of tolerance for, yeah, mess and untidiness and, you know, how you like to work. Some people love yeah. all that stuff you know on their desk Um, for me it's usually if I have a couple of workspaces that are really cleared and the room generally feels neat it doesn't have to be perfectly neat for me Um, I know you're much more your house is it's ridiculously neat so I I I can't even threshold (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I know I can't you and I if we live together eventually you would just be like oh god I'm out I'm out. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. It's funny t- talking about that. Before Jeff and I got married, I told him like, I'm very tidy and clean yeah. and neat. Yeah. And it yeah. is going to be an enormous issue if it's, you're not. It's going to be <laughs> so a problem. We need to talk about it. He's like, oh no, I'm, I'm really neat. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm the same way. I'm like, keep everything tidy mm-hmm. for my roommate and all this stuff. And yeah. And it's so funny. So many times that we've been married oh. for over 20 years. And so many times I'm like, you were lying. You are a liar. <laughs> you are a liar. <laughs> That's how I feel about Andrew. You he says the same thing. Neat. He's neat. And I'm like, okay. Um, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> but we've managed to say like, okay, these are areas yeah. where you can be messy because yeah. I don't have to interact with them. I don't right. have to look at them. But anyway, we've moved into a, a marriage tangent. podcast. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, I think one thing when you're approaching a space is it's important to ask what's the top priority for mm-hmm. me as a creative or for your, for your kid, if you're creating mm-hmm. a workspace for them, is it, I've got they dogs barking. Be- I just want to infuse that That's into okay. this. I can't do anything about it. So just- the whole time you were talking, my kid keeps holding a sign up at the door that I can't read because it's written tiny in pencil. And I'm like frantically waving him away like this is not the time. Right. Don't ask me right now. <laughs> Wait oh, like 20 more minutes and then you can talk to me. That's right. Anyway, um, That's but right. so asking the questions about the space, what is the top priority? Is it that you need to be quiet and alone? Because mm-hmm. some people can work with chaos around them. They can work in a more public space. Yeah. Um, some people like the the ambiance of the space is very important. Is it, is it beautiful? Mm -hmm. Is it clutter free or does it feel cozy? You know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Or for some people, I think it's like you need something that's going to be stimulating um, for you that it's going to give you ideas. Like some people like to be Mm -hmm. surrounded with their materials and tools and, you know, books and this and that. So um, I think that's just what is the top priority in your space? Do you have any other? I know your dogs. It's like there must be. It, there's like another parade happening. Yeah, by your, something's <laughs> happening downstairs. I'm not sure. It's uh, speaking of, you know, is it conducive <laughs> to creativity? Uh, noise is usually a problem for me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think, you know, for me, you know, the the question you've got to ask yourself, like if you're stuck and you're not quite sure what to do, I think you have to ask yourself, when do I feel that sense of something's ready to come out? You know, when, in what Mm. spaces am I in? And for me, the reason I know that I can handle a little bit of mess, but not a whole lot is because like when I travel, for instance, that's usually when I feel the most like, man, I've got so many ideas. I just feel like things want to spill out, especially for writing. And so that tells me, like my room, especially if I'm in a, in a hotel room, it can't be perfectly tidy. There's, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, I don't have a laundry basket here or, you know, in that place or a laundry room, but it does feel generally put together and sort mm-hmm. of just what's needed in the space, you know? And so for me, that tells me that it gives me the most I come alive when the space feels that way. If it gets, and same thing as when, more specifically, um, you know, ask yourself that question depending on the tasks you've got to get done. You know, I can't write surrounded by stuff, but I can't paint surrounded by nothing. I've got to have... I mean, it doesn't matter if I know, like your painting class that we did, you know, several weeks ago, five colors, right? No way, man. I got 20 tubes, 20 (laughs) tubes on the table because I know that I'm going to get in the mood and I'm going to want to pick something else up. So it just depends on what makes you kind of come alive, what makes you want to pull things out, you know, be productive and and creative, you know, by task or, you know, by just in general. Okay, so we just had to stop our recording because <laughs> I had a kid who needed help with schoolwork and 
<laughs> Shauna's dogs are barking at the guy They're imploding. The lawn. They're imploding. So and we were like, maybe we should record another time. But it's like this is what this is what we're talking about. And this yeah. is what you all are dealing with too. So we're just we're just gonna keep we're going. We're rolling but, with it. <laughs> yes. But anyway, um so I'd say another thing to do in addition to asking about what the top priority is, is write down all the tasks that need to be performed in that space. Yeah. Um what kind of furniture does the space need or does it need furniture? I think there have been so many times where I have thought like, oh, I need a desk or I need a table or I need something that's counter height or I need, and I'll, I'll kind of make an assumption about what I need. And then that's not actually what I need. I actually learn as I'm using the space or when I really think about what I'm doing in the space that, that this is what I need. Can your furniture accommodate all of the activities and tasks right. that you are go- going to be doing in your um, yeah. in that space? Right. And I think, too, you know, it's important to note, can you take a weekend and make over your space quickly to serve you? Absolutely. Do I think that you need either, you need a little time with what you, just to reference, like, go back to what you just said, you need a little time to be in the space or do what you're doing at home to know what you need. You know, you need a minute to figure out, well, I don't need, like for me right now, I have, um, I have some built-ins in, in the office upstairs and really for the type of work that I do, they're pretty useless. (laughs) Um, Cause it's a low (laughs) sort of like think like the bottom half of a, you know, kitchen cabinets they're just, I need drawers. You know what I mean? I don't need big, mm-hmm. wide open cabinetry. Now they're fine for a few things and it works, you know, I mean, I put stuff in there, but I really need that whole thing. I need a 12 foot dresser of nothing but drawers, you know? Um, so I wound up putting just a, an inexpensive piece from Ikea behind my desk, which has no knobs on it, by the way, or mismatched, but um, <laughs> just in case you're wondering, um, you know, an Ikea dresser back there because I just, I need drawers. I need drawers for paints. I need drawers for brushes. I need smaller storage pieces for books and all the different notebooks for all the different things, you know, I don't, or a bookshelf is great, you know, but I don't need specifically these really large storage cabinets. So yeah, I think you got to have enough time doing what you're doing at home to even know what do I need? You know, do I need a, like, I know you've got a card catalog and that's great for paints, you know, um, specifically. So there's just, yeah, I think you got to spend a little time either thinking about that or in the space itself to identify what it, what you really need for it to serve you well, you know? Yeah. Yep, I I agree with that. I've been in my home studio space for almost three years now, and it's really taken me that long to figure out Mm -hmm. all of the storage that I need, as well as all of the work surfaces that I need, Mm -hmm. and and then also like what I don't need, what was stuff that I just liked the look of, but it wasn't really serving me very well. Um, So I think it's I I would agree to not go out and just buy a bunch of stuff, but to kind of utilize things that you already have and see like, you know, this actually is kind of the the right idea of what I need. Like borrow your dining room table and use that as a work surface Mm -hmm. and see if that works for you or, um, you know, kind of try some different things. Um, 
Because like Shauna was saying, you might think like, well, I just need a bunch of cabinets, but actually the the things that you're storing are small and it'd be better in drawers. It'd be easier to organize and to see. Yeah. So um, the other thing that I learned is I needed, I think it's important to think about how you work, how your mind works, and are you able to have your creative space coexist with a business or home office space where you're paying bills and where you're you know, yeah. checking emails and doing more administrative tasks. Can those coexist happily for you? Yeah. Or will one be a distraction from doing the uh, that work well? Right. Um, so for me, I have um, a home office where yeah. that's where I do my business stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I have my studio and that's where I do my creative work. Now my husband's occupying my office <laughs> and I'm in my studio all the, all time. the time. So... I've had to then sort of put some boundaries more over um, time frame and mm-hmm. say like, okay, this is business time and then this yeah. is creative time. Um, so anyway, think through that. What what does the space need to do right. for you? What kind of pieces of furniture do you think you need? And to be okay with it being a process, letting yes. it take time. Yeah. Don't. It's a bad move to just rush out and buy yeah. a desk or rush out and buy yep. a big work table or whatever just yep let it let it evolve let it evolve that's right and you know and again I think if you've already spent time in the space that's a little different you know let's say you've been working at home marginally and you've you know you've got uh, now it's amped up and you know sort of what you're doing and how how the day flows I mean sure then at that point you know it's easy to just sit down and take a minute to think about well, this is what I run into. These are the storage challenges. This is the the challenge with getting creative work done. This is what I'm running into, like organizationally. I mean, you you know, you can sit down and think that through. But if you're just starting to create that space, then yeah, I mean, let it take time. Because you know, I was actually talking to a client about that this week. That's real life. And by the way. <laughs> You know, I know it's really tempting to feel like we should do all these, you know, makeovers in a minute. And that's, you know, I mean, sometimes after you've done the legwork beforehand, you're able to do that, you know, and and it function well. But real life is an unfolding, you know, like work, creative work at home is an unfolding. You don't you can't know all of those things immediately, you know. I mean, you can make a space beautiful immediately, but you got to spend a little bit of time um, mentally just wrapping your head around the craft and what you're doing, you know, and how it feels, how the space works, you know. And, and I think it's when we give ourselves permission, you know, to just kind of enjoy that process, it makes it so... It's just less tempting to, like you said, rush out and just buy a bunch of stuff that doesn't really help, you know, solve any problems. Mm -hmm. And then you're not, I mean, again, I think in my head when I completed this office, you know, when we finished the renovation of the attic, I thought, well, I've got to have storage. No, I didn't. Why? (laughs) Why? I, I really didn't. You know, I needed to take a minute to sort of see this is what I'm going to do in here. This is what I need in here, you know? So we just get in a hurry. So yeah, I think it's important to at least take the time mentally, you know, to think that through. Um, Yeah. And, you know, and speaking of thinking, (laughs) I think the next part, you know, we would say is, you know, boundaries. Let's talk about boundaries. (laughs) 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 
Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, you know, not only physically, the physical boundaries, which we'll talk about, but, you know, just gearing up mentally to try to be a productive, creative entrepreneur or hobbyist even and reside in your home. You know, how do you do that well? You go first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think there are, so the obvious thing is to if if at all possible, you have a space with a door sure. so that it can be closed. Um, if not, though, um, I, th I think there can be some um, parameters that are put out for other people who yeah. are in the home Yeah. Um, that's enforced by a sign. And actually, even as I'm saying yeah. this, I'm like, <laughs> I need to put a sign when I'm recording a podcast that says, like... <laughs> live do, recording no do not yeah do not <laughs> disturb um and yeah. uh or to have with family to talk about a time frame this is yeah. a time that you give me when I'm not being disruptive and this is not just applicable to kids no. this can be applicable to spouses and oh, friends and roommates yes. and and things like that that it's like can you not you know blast your music while yeah. I'm in this shared space trying to to do concentrated work or um, yeah. I had to with my husband and we've talked about this with boundary when we've talked about boundaries before that I had to say like look my most productive time is usually between about 10 and 2 that's yeah. after I've gotten the kids ready for school I've done now not of course it's all at the window right now but during <laughs> normal times that would be the time I've I've had breakfast I've done my workout I've gotten yeah. the kids off to school I've I've kind of checked my initial email and done all my initial stuff and then now I'm I'm just entrenched in my job Your for work. that day yeah and that goes until about 2 or 2 30 and there would be times when he he would just be like driving to meet somebody for lunch. So he'd just give me a call and be chit chatting yeah. and stuff. And I I would get so irritated <laughs> that I'm like, I am working. <laughs> like there is there any respect for my work? <laughs> you know. And for him, he's like, you know, you're at home. Yeah, you're just, just saying hey. You know, <laughs> Yeah. You're just painting or doing something. I'm just calling to say hi because yeah. I love you. And it's like, and so we had to have a conversation that was like, that set up some boundaries to yeah. say like, I yeah. love you and I want to talk to you. But when you're calling me, when I'm focusing on work, it's, it's disruptive. It's irritating to it. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so setting up boundaries, I think is, um, it's beneficial for you and it's also yeah. beneficial for the people in your home. Cause then yeah. they're not, you know, and he was like, Oh gosh, sorry. Like yeah, I, didn't, I had no idea. Right. I didn't. And he, you know, we could have gone through that cycle where I just am irritated and he's yeah. just calling to say hi and I love you. And I'm right. And you're just mad. It, you know? <laughs> <So> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm the same way with the kid and that the kids specifically not because, um, you know, I feel that way more when it's like, I've already said there's a, here's, okay, I'm just going to tell you what I struggle with, because maybe some of you do. I am super passionate about homework balance. So I want to be with my children when they're home. But see, right now, that time is is very different, you know, than it was I homeschooled for a while, so I was very used to like that picking up and putting down work, but then they went, you know, to public school and 
I'm not accustomed to that anymore until the last, you know, six weeks. So it's been an adjustment. And I think for me, I'll say, okay, well, then I go upstairs to my office and shut the door. But guess what? Then it comes guilt because I'm not downstairs with them, you know, because they're here. And so I think you've got to give yourself permission to, and I'm learning to, you know, you've got to give yourself permission to, to do the work that you've got to do, you know, that you want to do. And also just understand that there are going to be these things that do disrupt it. And that's, that's all right too. We've talked about that a lot this week. You know, anytime you're someone who works at home, you've got to give yourself that grace, but especially right now, you know, it's just a, like you, it's a high, it's a pressure cooker right now. So, um, you know, I think as far as setting up the space and, and that kind of thing, you know, noise, that's a bit, noise is a big one for people. You know, I think ask yourself those questions about the functionality of the space, the, um, you know, what is it going to do? How is it going to serve me best? Can I separate admin from creativity? And then consider your, your noise. What is the most distracting to you? You know, can you create a corner in a bedroom or a separate office, you know, all those things, they, they matter, you know, because that affects your productivity directly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard. And I'd say even if it's a hobby, yes, like, it's okay to set some boundaries around that and yeah. say, because um, I learned when I, I started my business when my kids were really young, like yeah. four months old and almost two. And, and I learned that like, I needed to be okay with asking for that time Mm -hmm. and letting Jeff know it was important for me to have that time. It was, um, it was fulfilling to me in a way that being home with two very young kids, diapers, dishes, laundry, Mm -hmm. snacks all day long, I needed some time to to kind of fill my creative tank yeah. and, and it made me a better mom. Right. It made me more patient. It made me, um, not resent it yeah. that I was yeah. like, that my time felt like it was never my own. Mm-hmm. Cause then I had, I knew I had this little, you, it was coming this little time. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think that, um, and some people are, are great with that. Some people can take that time and, yeah. and they don't feel guilty about it, but I think there are other people who, um, who really struggle with that and yeah. they feel guilty about it. They feel like it's selfish. And, um, and I, I think it, it can go in that direction if yeah. it goes too far. Yeah. But I think that having a healthy balance is, it's not selfish. We've got to, yeah. we've got to take care of ourselves in order to be, you That's know, right. really worthwhile for anybody else, <laughs> you know, to yes. be able to not bite their head off or feel, yeah, again, feel, um, resentment. Yeah. And you know, and I know that, yeah, that's a personal thing, but man, when you're working at home, it, it is absolutely tied to, I I believe your, you know, your fulfillment and even quote success, you know, to, to be able to communicate those things and, you know, and express, Hey, this is, this is what I need. Um, because then too, we're not as the creative, um, business owner or, you know, partner with someone else, whatever, our creative work does not become this monster that everyone's got to guess what we're, (laughs) what we're thinking or feeling, (laughs) you know, like, let's just be 
and man, in my thirties, I have gotten this and it is, and I'm getting close to 40 and it's just, it's a big deal. Let's just be direct. And it's, I hammer this into my kid's head. They, they probably feel like I have tattooed it on their forehead. Communicate clearly and kindly. You can do both, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be direct and clear (laughs) and kind all at once. You don't have to passive aggressive sugarcoat this thing. Just say, this is what I need, you know, just like you were talking about. You know, I need I need some moments alone. I need to refill. For me, I have to say things like, when I say out loud to the kids that I need it to be quiet, I need it to be quiet. And if they can't be quiet in the living room, then they need to go to their rooms for a while or go play outside. Um, and if that can't work, then I'm going to have to go upstairs. And I can't feel guilty about that, you know. So, you know, I yeah. think I think setting those boundaries up are, it's a little painful at first, you know. Um, if you haven't read that book, you know, give that a whirl. It's a little dry, but it's pretty life-changing. Um, you know, setting Which those up. Boundaries. Boundaries, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yep. Of course, it's about relationships, but it's, you know, it's the same, same concept, you know, because we tend to feel like when we put up, boundaries, we're being selfish. And it's just not about being selfish. It's about communicating what you need. And for, you know, our case, it's, it's to sustain and help your creative work thrive, you know, and that's a yeah, big deal. I think it's sort of that, that extension of the saying that good fences make good neighbors. That's yeah. the same idea. It's yeah. about having boundaries really establishes what's, what's healthy and okay. Yeah. And I think that that's, important with working as well because then Mm -hmm. you don't and and for your kids too we've had to have a lot of conversations about what they need sometimes they'll be sitting across from each other at the kitchen table and they are so irritated with each other because one's trying to get one thing done and the other's tapping on the table and he's got headphones on and it's just like Guys, there there are so many rooms in this house. You that guys you can, can separate. Like, <laughs> let, yeah, like let's yeah. let's talk about this and what you need to be able to get your work done well and and more effectively and yeah. quicker. You know, let's let's talk about that and then let's carry that out and not be stubborn and angry right. at each other. And so, yeah, I think these are important questions to go through and ask about the space. And it is important to set some boundaries because it's just going to make things, um, you know, you, you had said it and I love, um, Brene Brown says that in, Uh um, I think it's in her book, dare to lead that she says, um, clear is kind and unclear is unkind. And that's, um, it's so simple and it's like, yeah, it is, but it is. it's but it's so hard to practice sometimes because mm-hmm. we feel like, oh, I'm I'm going to hurt Jeff's feelings if I ask him not to call yeah. me during this time. Um, but it's so much better to do that, and he and he does that and respects it than me stewing, and he just, just doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't even it's know that I'm ticked at him because he's bugging me during work. Yeah, know? well, I always um, and, ask which clients. Then blows you know. up. <laughs> Yeah, when they when it some, blows when up client, into all these other ideas. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're, you're fine. You're, I think we've got delays. We do this every now and then. Our, you know, I'll think you're done talking. And you're still finishing a sentence. So. Yeah, I was just gonna say real quick that it it's like, and then it blows.
blows up into or yeah. it blows up from all of these other um, feelings and assumptions of then, well, he's calling me because he doesn't respect my work. That's right. Or he's calling right. because he doesn't see what I do as a real occupation. So yeah. it can really feed, you know, a it's more than just I'm annoyed I'm being bothered. It uh-huh. can feed a lot of like um, under yeah. undertones, you know, yeah. of like my, my work isn't valuable. Nobody cares what I do. No, yeah. it, it can feed a lot. So not, yeah. I mean, we always get just go deep, but there you go. It's, well, so that's it's reality. The, we're deep. Yeah. Humans are complex, you know, so it's, that's part But anyway, of what were you going to say after that? Just, you know, that I, you know, I talk about this with clients a lot and I would say if you're struggling with that, how do I set up boundaries? Do I, is that selfish? You know, I think you always have to ask yourself this one question. (laughs) How is it working without them? You know, how how does it feel without them? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had a business partner once and he used to, I used to tell him, you know, he's spoken. uh, I've talked about him plenty of times on the podcast, John. um, He he speaks in bumper sticker, you know, like all these catchy little things and phrases and (laughs) But one of them I always thought was pretty impactful, you know, and who knows who said it originally. Um, but he would always say, you know, the pain, we don't ever change until the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. And so, you know, sometimes it takes like getting like you, you get to that wall where you're just like, I, I got to fix this or I'm never, you know, I'm never going to get anything done. I'm going to feel frustrated that's going to then affect our relationship. I mean, you know, those are all their realities of trying to carve out a space, you know, to work in at home um, because it is relational. It's your home. So, of course, it is, you know. Yeah, I think that's a good point is that your the workspace that you set up, it is yeah. about relationships. It's not yeah. only about the physical space. So taking all of that in mind and even things like, Um, Neither of us have really little kids, but um, for those who do, your creative space might need to incorporate um, a little, a little toddler table and and some art supplies or writing supplies or something for them so that it can be, um, it it can give you then the freedom to come do some creativity and, and show, I guess, be an example to them because they want to kind of emulate what you're doing. So I I think that there was boundaries don't have to be, this is a closed door and a sign and a keep out and go away. It can be, here's how we can all do this in a way that's healthy and happy and where everybody can still get work done. Everybody feels respected. Yeah. Just, just that sort of thing. Right. And I mean, for me, just to give you an example, like my kids know dining room table work. I'm, I'm approachable. Come on. I'm, I'm right there. You ask me whatever you need to ask. Even if I'm on a call, you can interrupt me and ask me something. Upstairs office time, that needs to be like, we've got a problem. We, we really, we, you know, we need you. Um, so I think, yeah, it's, it just depends on what works for you and, and your little people. But build a build a language with them, you know, that they understand. Um, you know, I know we've talked about spouses and friends and, you know, roommates and that kind of thing. But with your kids, you know, they they get it. They're smart, you know. They're really mm-hmm. smart and they're able. Even even when they're young, you know, and I think including them in the space is really important when they're young. It gives them... It's the only way I survived and built a business and homeschooled, you know. They had to be right there with me, um, you know, painting or drawing or 
they were doing their little, you know, tasks or their schoolwork while I was on the computer, you know. So there are ways around it. It's it's just a balance and, and there's a lot of delicate back and forth. But, you know, mm-hmm. on the days you can, because you can't every day try to remember to just give yourself a little bit of a, you know, cut yourself a little slack <laughs> and just yeah. say, we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep figuring this out. And maybe tomorrow is going to be a little easier, you know, and it will be. It will be. Yep. 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 Definitely. Um, just like with anything, practice is going to, yeah, it's going to improve it. So, so we hope that gives you some inspiration as you're, you know, working from home, especially if you're feeling that like, man, I've been trying to do everything on the dining room table and I am a completely different human being right now. Right. (laughs) Like I have got to figure something out and we hope that this empowers you to find a space, find a time, set some boundaries Mm -hmm. Really, you know, give yourself permission to ask what you need, ask what the priority is of the space, um, and also to talk to your family members about that so you can all find a way to work at home um, that's going to be, you know, productive and healthy and all of that. And next week, we're going to talk about the importance of creative community. We have, we're going to be launching something that we're both really excited about and we want to invite you into it. Yes. And, um, And we just want to talk about, like, aside from you know, we'll talk about what, what we're up to, but we also just want to talk about, um, in this time, I think we're all feeling that acutely, like just the need to connect with other people, um, in, in a way that's, I mean, yeah, we're all connected from, with social media, but that's, that's a very, um, surface surface level level Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And there's not really relationships that are, yeah happening um so we just want to talk about about that about the importance of creative community it's always important but especially during this time yeah find some kindred spirits and um people who can support you and encourage you through this time so we're going to be talking about that on our next episode good stuff thank you for listening to the creative exponent podcast our original theme was written by a walker spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com. 